0: Walking ...upright or knuckle-walking, the rest of the troop followed her. The infant squealed and pinched her mother's fur painfully. Sika's kind had no names. These creatures' language was still little more sophisticated than the songs of birds. But since she had been born, this baby, Sika's second, had been ferociously strong in the way she clung on to her mother, and Sika thought of her as something like grasper. Burdened by the child, Seeker was among the last of the troop to reach the fallen antelope, and others were already hacking with their chipped stones at the cartilage and skin that connected the animal's limbs to its body. This butchery was a way to get a fast return of meat. The limbs could be hauled quickly back to the relative safety of the forest, and consumed at leisure. Seeker joined in the work with a will. The harsh sunlight was uncomfortable, though. It would be another million years before Seeker's remote descendants, much more human in form, could stay out in the light, in bodies able to sweat and store moisture in fatty reserves, bodies like spacesuits built to survive the savanna. The shrinking of the world forest had been a catastrophe for the apes that had once inhabited it. Already the evolutionary zenith of this great family of animals lay deep in the past, but some had adapted. Seekers' kind still needed the forest's shade, still crept into treetop nests each night, but by day they would dart out into the open to exploit easy scavenging opportunities like this. It was a hazardous way to make a living, but it was better than starving. As the forest fragmented further, more edge became available, and the living space for fringe dwellers actually expanded— and as they scuttled perilously between two worlds, the blind scalpels of variation and selection shaped these desperate apes. Now there was a concerted yapping, a patter of swift paws on the ground. Hyenas had belatedly scented the blood of the antelope and were approaching in a great cloud of dust. The upright apes had hacked off only three of the antelope's limbs, but there was no more time. Clutching her child to her chest, seeker raced after her troop toward the cool ancestral dark of the forest. That night, a seeker lay in her treetop nest of folded branches. Something woke her. Grasper, curled up beside her mother, snored softly. There was something in the air, a faint scent in her nostrils that tasted of change. Seeker was an animal fully dependent on the ecology in which she was embedded, and she was very sensitive to change. But there was more than an animal sensibility in her. As she peered at the stars, with eyes still adapted for narrow forest spaces, she felt an inchoate curiosity. If she had needed a name, it might have been Sika. It was that spark of curiosity, a kind of dim ancestor of wanderlust, that had guided her kind so far out of Africa. As the ice ages bit, the remnant forest pockets dwindled further or vanished. To survive, the forest fringe apes would rush across the hazard of the open plain to a new forest clump, the imagined safety of a new home. Even those who survived would rarely make more than one such journey in a lifetime, a single odyssey of a kilometre or so. But some did survive and flourish, and some of their children passed on farther. In this way, as thousands of generations ticked by, the forest-fringe apes had slowly diffused out of Africa, reaching as far as Central Asia, and crossing the Gibraltar land bridge into Spain. It was a forward echo of more purposeful migrations in the future, but the apes were always sparse and left few traces. No human paleontologist would ever suspect they had come so far out of Africa as this place, northwest India, or that they had gone farther still. And now, as Sika peered up at the sky, a single star slid across her field of view, slow, steady, purposeful as a cat. It was bright enough to cast a shadow, she saw. Wonder and fear warred in her. She raised a hand, but the sliding star was beyond the reach of her fingers. This far into the night. India was deep in the shadow of earth, but where the surface of the turning planet was bathed in sunlight, there was a shimmering rippling colour, brown and blue and green, flickering in patches like tiny doors opening the tide of